Amen. Humbly take your seat. All instrumentalists, please reposition quickly. Let's put our hands together for them as they reposition. Amen. Keep on clapping until... Some of you should shift into the middle here. That end should be left for late comments. That end should be left for late comments. So fill the space like that. Let all things be done decently and in order. Let's put our hands together for them. Minister Asante, come this way. Come and sit somewhere here. Joe, come this way. All those seats, are they reserved? Are they reserved? All right. Then you find some place and sit. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you glad to be here? Can the dog be closed quickly? Are you glad to be here tonight? Well, it's a night of nights. Praise the Lord. The Bible said he has not asked the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain. And the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 to 31. He said, has thou no no, has thou no head? Isaiah 48, 40, 28 to 31. Has thou no no, has thou no head? That the Lord, the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainted not. Neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Then he said, even the youth shall faint and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And so tonight, don't just uh, be here, but wait on God. Turn to your neighbor and say, wait on God. And you wait on God as somebody who is expecting something. That's how you wait on God. The Bible says that there was a pool called Bethesda. And at the pool, there were many that were laid there. And they came with many issues. There was a certain time in the season. The Bible said, an angel from the Lord went and stirred up the waters. And whoever stepped in first, there were many, many sick, lame, afflicted people. And they're waiting. They were waiting. But whoever was first to step in when the waters were stirred, those were the people who encountered healing. Are you here with me tonight? So the fact that you are here waiting does not mean that automatically something will happen in your life. It doesn't happen like that. It takes what is happening within you to provoke the happenings outside you. Turn to your neighbor and say, what happens within you is what will determine what will happen outside you. So wait with expectation. Wait with expectation. Okay. God richly bless you for being here. All night is a difficult time for everybody. Praise the Lord. It's a time for serious Christians. It's not for time for jokers. Amen. Turn to your name and say you're a serious Christian. That's why you are here. And God will seriously bless you. Uh-huh. So those who are in the mother's inn, don't sleep with your babies. When your babies sleep, don't sleep. Yeah, because the mother's in has a way. When the baby sleeps, you see the mothers will also be sleeping. Mm-hmm. They see us, we don't see them. Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right. Okay, so God's servant is in the house. Praise the Lord. It's in the house with the us in spirit. But he will be manifesting himself soon. Amen. Praise the Lord. He came with several commandos from Sunyani and from town. Amen. Let's put our hands together for them. So, you'll be joining us very soon. But like the John the Baptist, I would just lay a little foundation that 
would help you. Amen. Praise the Lord. So come with me to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 10 to 18. Ephesians 6, 10 to 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord. Let's all read it together. One go. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full, put on the full, so that when the day of evil, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, buckle around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all these, take up the, take up what? Take up what? With which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray, pray, pray on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Amen. Receive grace to keep on praying all the time. Receive grace to pray all the time for the Lord's people. Shout, I receive it. I manifest it. All right. We have Mama Abigail here this morning, this, morning, this night. Amen. I, 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 I was waiting for her husband to come. But I feel as she also introduced her. She's a daughter of the house. Amen. We, we, we gave her away to a man of God who is doing exploits with her. Amen. They, have, they built a very beautiful church at the Atunsu area. Amen. And they've, uh, they've acquired some beautiful lands. We went there too. He's doing great exploits. Praise the Lord. But he's coming for the, the, <laughs> the husband's father. The husband's father is the one ministering to us tonight. Amen. Okay, so if you are clapping, you do it well. All right, so it starts from verse 10. He said, Finally, somebody say, Finally. finally. Do what? Be strong in the Lord. That is verse 10. Ephesians 6 10. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Finally means that. He has come to the conclusion of the letter. This is a letter Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus. In the letter, he said many things. He made them aware who they were in Christ, what they have in Christ, what Christ has done for them, and what they could do through Christ. And then when he came to the conclusion of the letter, he began to give them instructions upon instructions. From chapter 4, chapter 5, chapter 6, he tells them what they are supposed to do in the light of what Christ has done. Praise the Lord. And... Just as he started giving the instructions from chapter 4, chapter 6, he's given his concluding thoughts. He gave some of the thoughts in chapter 6, verse 1 to 9, and then from chapter 6, verse 10 
all the way to the end, he's given to uh, 20, he's given some concluding thoughts. That's why he says, finally. Somebody say, finally. finally. Now, the instructions he's given are very, very important instructions. You would have thought that in the light of all that Apostle Paul said, we have taught in the mighty revelations that he prayed that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. The revelation he was given about what Christ had done was so deep and so huge that he needed to pray for their eyes to be opened to see it. That so much had been accomplished by Christ for them. So much has been, had been made available in Christ unto them. But he comes on to tell them, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You would have thought that with all that Christ has done, there was no need. They should just relax and cruise to the end. They should just cool down and just eat and drink. And there are people whose philosophy and theology is like that. They feel that in the light of what Christ has done, in the light of what Jesus has done, the cross, everything is finished. So there is nothing really that needs to be done. Now, such Christians live lame Christian life. They live less victorious life. They are not able to live a life that God calls them to live. Why? Because Christ did something, gave you power, so you can also do something. Somebody say, Christ did something, gave me power, so I can also do something. Praise the Lord. So the Christian life is not that Christ has done it all. I just fold my hands, put my hands in my pocket, and I relax. No. If you do that, you'll be defeated. If you do that, you will not enjoy the best of God. You will not have the best of your Christian experience. In the light of what Christ has done, we rest in what he has done, and then we take strength from what he has done. Are you here with me? He said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn of me. I'm going to give you rest, but you still have to take my yoke anyway. Are you here with me? That I'm giving you rest does not mean that there is nothing to take. I'm giving you rest, but the way to enter the rest is to take my yoke. Praise the Lord. If you take the yoke of prayer, you will enter into rest. If you take the yoke of knowledge, you will enter into rest. If you take the yoke of righteousness, you will enter into rest. Am I communicating somebody here? Take my yoke. If you fail to take it, you will not see the rest. Praise the Lord. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. I know uh, some time ago we tried to uh, look at the book of Ephesians. We couldn't go any further. But really, here he says, be strong in the Lord. And I want to focus on that. Be strong in the Lord. Somebody say, be strong in the Lord. Now, listen, the admonition, the instruction. And by the way, this is a command. Uh, after he gave us what Christ has done, everything he was saying was a command. He was giving them instruction upon instruction, what they are supposed to do. That is what Christ has done. That is what they are supposed to do. And he tells them, be strong in the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, be strong in the Lord. There are three things, the truth, the command to be strong in the Lord. Three truths, the command to be strong in the Lord reveals. Number one, it gives you an idea. That one can be weak in the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's what he gives you. Because you are in the Lord. These were people, he says, to the beloved saints who are in Christ in Ephesus. 
So these were not people who were not born again. These were people who were born again, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. So they knew the Lord. But he told them, be strong in the Lord. Sometimes things happen to Christians and people are amazed. Okay, he says he's a Christian. How can this thing happen to him? He says he's a Christian. Why is he going through this? He says he's a Christian. How is this going through this experience? How come things are not working? How come his life is going in this direction? How come? How come? How come? And people keep on asking and blaming as if being a Christian makes you less powerless, uh, less powerful. As if being a Christian makes you incapable of doing the things you need to do. And it's because we forget that when you are in Christ, there's still a responsibility on your life. Somebody say, I have a responsibility. Say, I have a responsibility. I've already taught you how to stay awake in an all-night service. How many of you remember that? Uh-huh. You know how to stay awake. The temperature can go to 25. Praise the Lord. Yeah. The weather. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah, we will do our best to help you stay awake. If the challenge you carry to the presence of God is not strong to keep you awake, we'll help you to stay awake. You, you know, you see, you see that there, there, there are some yokes and challenges when you are carrying them, you can't sleep. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you can't sleep. The, the weight of the burden, the burden of the responsibility, and the weight is so that you can't sleep. <laughs> it reveals that there are people who can be weak in the Lord and never forget that. So when things happen, there are people who are, oh, then we are not safe. He heard that a sister was doing something and he was involved in a very terrible accident and he lost his life. Ah, Charlie, you see, you are talking like a foolish one. Praise the Lord. Yeah, because he just will be I'm not somebody at all. So you have to be smart because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Most of the time, people set themselves up for crisis the moment they hear somebody has suffered a particular crisis. Me, when I hear that somebody has crashed through a road that's not, or uh, somebody is traveling on a road I'm traveling on and he didn't come back, that's when I declare I will go and come back. I shall not die, but I will live to declare the works of the Lord. I'm not communicating here. You see, our, our kingdom works in the opposite direction. When men are cast down, we don't keep quiet. We say something. Praise the Lord. When men are cast down, thou shalt say there is a lifting up. That's when, so when people are cast down and you join them to mourn with them, you see, there is a difference between mourning with those who mourn and there is a, dif there is a difference between that and Mourning with others who mourn to the extent of you becoming a mourner yourself. Because there are people sometimes who can come and mourn with you and they take over achieve mourners. May you not be a chief mourner for a funeral that is not yours. Am I communicating somebody at all? So it reveals that people can be weak in the Lord. And we see that Ephesians, uh, Romans chapter 15 verse 1. He said, we then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of those who are weak. We that are strong. We that are strong. This is a church. Everybody is a believer. But he says, we that are strong. May you be those who are strong. May you be in the camp of those who are strong. You know, that, that is in a church, eh, there are those who make themselves weak. I told you, Matthew 25. I was sick. You didn't visit me. I was uh, broke. You didn't give me money. Every time I read, I am the one doing the visitation. Are you here with me? You didn't see the picture I'm painting towards you. I'm the one doing the visitation. 
I was in prison. You didn't visit me. I can never be in prison, but I'll visit the prisoner. Because it's a choice. Praise the Lord. There are people, they are always carrying themselves in such a way that people will look at them and say, sorry, oh. My, my best friends will say, Babalo. Sorry, oh. Sorry, oh. Sorry, oh. That's all. That's all. All the time, that's what they are looking for. As if the sorry solves your problems. I'm not communicating here. Rather than look for a man, a woman who will challenge your faith out of that mediocre life, out of that powerless situation, and provoke you to greater exploits. You are sitting down looking for sorry. Sorry. And I was sick. Pastor, you didn't call me. When you are supposed to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, you are, you are comfortably feeling sick and you are expecting me to come and do what? Lay hands on you. May you repent in sackcloth and ashes. Amen. Can somebody give me an amen here? You see, there are things you do that <laughs> you can be pampered into weakness. And this is not a church for that. Praise the Lord. You can be what? Pampered into weakness. There's a way you can raise your children up, raise them up with everything they desire and they need to that point where they simply don't know what it means to strive and struggle for life. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so, so if you're a wise father, even though you may have the capacity to do everything your child does, there are some of the things they ask you, you tell them, I will give it to you in one year time. It's not that you don't have it. In the child's mind, you don't have it. But let it be so. Because when the child grows, he will know that it's not everything we have we use now. Am I communicating here? Yeah, it's not every money we have that we use now. If you do that, you raise a generation of liabilities. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of those that are what? Weak. You will be strong. Amen. I said you will be strong. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 14. He said, now we exhort to brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. Uphold the weak. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 30. He said, for this cause many are sick. That was the Canaan church. The Corinthian church, too many of them were sick. Some of them were weak. Some were dying because they were carnal. They didn't know what was available for them in Christ. They were sensual believers. Their spirits were not built up. Everything, every one of their judgments was based on the flesh. What they can see, what they can feel, what they can hear. That was all. If it was beyond the natural, the five senses, they could not appreciate it. The natural man receiving not the things of a spirit. The carnal man is equally uh, insensitive to the things of a spirit. So God can be in the place the carnal man won't see it. May you not be a carnal man in the house of God. May you not be a carnal man in the house of God. First Corinthians chapter 11, 8 verse 11. He said, because of your knowledge, should your weak brother perish for whom Christ died. Weak brother. Somebody say weak brother. Tell to your neighbor, I hope you are not a weak brother. You can't be weak. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14 to 16. For this cause I bow my knee unto the God of our, Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. He says, verse 15, that you will be of whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named, that he will grant according to the riches of his grace, that you may be strengthened with might by his spirit, where? In the inner man. If you didn't need strength, he will not strengthen you with might in your inner man. If you were strong and you were always, you, you didn't need the strength, that will not happen. 
So that's it. The first thing that revelation, be strong. Somebody say, be strong in the Lord. Say, be strong in the Lord. Means, means, I can be weak in the Lord. Say, I can be weak in the Lord. I'm telling you. There are are some things, eh? They will stop happening in your life. The moment you become strong in prayer. Just in prayer only. Just in prayer. 30 minutes of solid tongues daily. It will stop some foolish things from happening in your life. Some stupid ideas will not enter your head. Am I communicating here? Some stupid feelings will leave your body. Am I communicating here at all? Now I'm telling you, just 30 minutes. You wake up and you are able to master like that. You, you, are, you are a master. You see, the new man in Christ is a master of circumstances. You didn't hear what I said. I said the new man in Christ is what? A master of circumstances. He is not controlled by circumstances. He controls circumstances. That is you I'm talking about. I said that is you I'm talking about. So the first thing is that you can be weak. Number two, be strong in the Lord. Pastor James means that there is a need for it. Somebody said there's a need for it. Why will Apostle Paul tell you to be strong if there is no need for you to be strong? Please take your seat. There is a need to be strong. Be strong because there is a need for it. Why will he tell you to be strong? Why are you going to the gym every day? Building up biceps and triceps. Kofi Khan. Why? God be a slim macho. Praise the Lord. Why, Why are you doing that? Why are you jogging every day? Because you want to shed up the weight. The weight is not helping you. You check your blood cholesterol the last time and they gave you all kinds of figures. And you have all of a sudden you have seen the agency in exercising. Praise the Lord. Formerly you used to think that it was just for fun. Now you see the need for it. Turn to your neighbor and say there's a need. You see? When we see that there's a need for something, we are always awakened to do it. When we see that there's a need for something. The Bible said, be strong in the law. Again, in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, he said, uh, that you therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong. Be strong. Those instructions tells you that there is a need for it. And number three, the third truth that be strong in the Lord reveals is that there is something you can do to be strong. Somebody said there's something you can do. It gives you an idea that there's something you can do to be strong. He won't tell you to be strong if there is nothing to do. There is something you can do to be strong. And I'm excited about that. How many of you are excited about that? You see, he's, the, 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 the good thing about the pieces is that they tell you what is available for you and they show you how you can take it. Are you here with me? Yeah, that's, that's the good thing about it. It shows you who you are and then he tells you how to manifest your destiny. There is something you can do about it. And listen, from verse 11 all the way to 18, he tells you what you can do to be strong. He said, finally, let's read it together. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Then he begins to tell you what are you supposed to do. Put on the full armor. Put on. Somebody say, put it on. Say, put it on. Uh So there is what you can do to be strong. Be strong so you can stand. 
Then he said, put on the full armor so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Somebody say, take a stand. Oh, say, take a stand. Say, take a stand. Yeah, take a stand. When you take a stand, it means you are unmovable, you are unshakable. No matter what Satan brings, he cannot shift you out of position. I declare that by the time the day is broken, you are taking a stand. And Satan can move you out of position. Shout a believing amen. Shout a believing amen. amen. Take a stand. Take a stand. So there's a need for it. Somebody say there's a need for it. And I share with you five reasons briefly why you need to be strong in the Lord. One is because all of that comes from the text we are reading. He said, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Then he said, put on the whole armor of God that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. Somebody say, take a stand. Okay, so the first thing we are revealed to or we are told here is that there's an enemy. That's why you need to be strong. There's an enemy. Somebody say, there's an enemy. There is an enemy out there. And that enemy doesn't like you at all. There is an enemy out there. There is an enemy out there. If you are going to school, you are making progress. There is an enemy out there. If you are married and the marriage is doing well, there is an enemy out there. If you are doing a business and the business is making progress, there is an enemy out there. If you are out and you are pursuing souls, building the kingdom of God and doing ministry work, there is an enemy out there. Turn to your neighbor and say, there is an enemy out there. Say, there's an enemy out there. There's an enemy out there. Yeah. There's an enemy out there. You see, sometimes when people tell, we are told that this is what I see this about you and all of those things. And they are great. They give you an awareness of sometimes an impending or yeah, an impending satanic attack that is going on. But the truth of the matter is that satanic attack on your life is 24-7. Praise the Lord. Yeah. It's 24-7. So it's a risk not to be alert. It's a risk not to be what? Yeah. First, Timothy, first, first Peter 5 verse 8. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion. walking about, seeking whom that he may devour. So 24-7, Satan has no car and he's just walking. Just walking in the neighborhood. He has no car, he has no okada, he has no uh, bicycle. That's how broke Satan is. And he's walking about. In the Old Testament, he was walking about. In the New Testament, he was walking about. Praise the Lord. That's why you, you, there's nothing good in him. Praise the Lord. Just walking about. I I, this is one of the texts I, 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 I love so much. Be sober. Be vigilant. When you see that somebody has been taken by surprise, check his soberness. Check his vigilance. Praise the Lord. Before you now say, you are sitting there, Peniko Akodako. Sebi Sebi Yajan Kwasiakika. Praise the Lord. Peniko Akodako. Ubiara Bekubu. Ubiara Bekubu. Praise the Lord. He said, Be sober. Be vigilant. So. Oh, and this is that. Check. Was he sober? Was he vigilant? Praise the Lord. Is he sober? Was he vigilant? Because your adversary, the devil, walks about. Then, look at that. He walks about like a roaring lion. Look at this. Go back. Seeking whom 
Did you see the, the clause? Seeking what? Whom? So it's not everybody. They didn't say that he's looking for everybody to kill. He's seeking for whom? Those who are not watchful. The Bible says, lest Satan should get advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. When we call for a prayer meeting like this, we call for an all-night meeting like this, and you say, oh, my body, the week has been very stressful. I think I should rest. I think I should rest. Be resting. Praise the Lord. The moment you are doing that, you are not being sober, you are not being vigilant. Praise the Lord. The Spirit of God stirs you up at 12 midnight. You wake up and then you go and weary and you feel like praying. No, I stretch it. What the idiot? Turn to your neighbor and say, That is not soberness. That's not vigilance. Praise the Lord. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be sober. Be vigilant. Be sober. So sometimes, you see, you are here, you may feel tired, you may feel sleepy, but be here. Praise the Lord. It's part of soberness. It's it's part of vigilance. Be sober. Be vigilant. David said, a day in your court is better than a thousand anywhere. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. We used to have a security man here. <laughs> now I think he has retired himself. <laughs> if you, you win a sleeping competition <laughs> over that security man, <laughs> then you two will Praise the Lord. Yeah, down there. 2 a.m., I will come here and he has covered himself like this Fulani people. Covered himself. And he's sleeping. Praise the Lord. Pastor Champa, what has happened to him? He has resi- he retired himself. He has come back. <laughs> now, if you are looking for the security man where you need to fulfill, except the Lord build the house and labor in vain, except the Lord watch over the city, is this man. No, no. As for this man, the man can sleep. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, we have an enemy. Yeah, you have an enemy who doesn't like you. You have an enemy who is uh, looking for your failure and your downfall 24-7. You have an enemy out there. Praise the Lord. Yeah, you have an enemy. You have an enemy. In fact, there's a, a, a text in Proverbs. I like it so much. He said, a prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself. I think Proverbs 22, 7 or 5. A prudent man foreseeth evil and hideth himself. Then he said, the foolish pass on and are punished. The wise man, when he sees danger, he says danger. (laughs) But there are some people, when they see danger, they think it's dancing. (laughs) May you not convert danger into dancing. They they want to dance before danger. (laughs) Look at this. A prudent man foresees what? Evil and hides himself. Hides what? Hides what? When Jesus was born and they smelled danger, God told Joseph, carry the child 
and go to Egypt and hide him there until I bring you word. That was Jesus, the one who was born as God. He was hidden. But there are people, they are exposing themselves every now and then. Every now and then. Everything that is happening in your family is on social media. Grow up and let the foolishness go. Praise the Lord. Grow up. Everything, everything. There's nothing good that happens in your life that is not on social media. Everything. Your children are there. Everything about your life is there. Because you think the world likes you. When they come to like your page, you think they like you. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, there's evil out there. There's evil out there. There's evil out there. Number two. So the first reason why you need to be strong is what? There's an enemy out there. Somebody say, there's an enemy out there. The second reason why, because he said that you may take your son against the devil. The second reason is because you are at war. Somebody say we are at war. Yeah. Uh, so you can say there's a war out there. We are at war. We are at war. We are at war. You are at war. Whether you are conscious of it or not, you are at war. Whether you like it or yes, you are at war. It is going on 24-7. The Bible says, put on. The, 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 the King James Version says, for be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand against the wars of the devil. Ephesians 6. Put on against the wars of a the devil. Then he says in verse number uh, 12, for we, for we, for we, that's it. There's war going on. We wrestle not against, we war not against flesh and blood. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 6 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight. There's a fight. You see, there are things we fight for in the kingdom. That we, we are not fighting to win, we are fighting to maintain our victory. Turn to your name and say, Victory is mine. Victory is mine. In Christ, victory is mine. Shout it aloud. In Christ, victory is mine. In Christ, I'm more than a conqueror. In Christ, I'm a winner. At all times, in all circumstances. Yeah, but Satan will not want you to feel and act like a winner. So you challenge your victory. Praise the Lord. You know, when they go for wrestling every now and then, the reigning champion, you will see that somebody will come up to want to challenge him and take his uh, title away from him. And that's what Satan is looking for. He wants to take your title away from you. God has given it to you. I like it, Colossians. He said, having sport principalities and powers, he made an open show of them, triumphing over them in it. Some modern translation said, he paraded Satan on the street and made him naked, without power, without nothing. That's how Jesus has made. He's dispossessed him of all his power. But, he's like a roaring lion. So he threatens you like a lion. But, it's just it's empty roar. Praise the Lord. So when he roars, you have to roar back. Hey, hey, hey. Once he shouts once, you must shout ten. Then he knows that you know what you are dealing with. You see, when you are going for wrestling contests, you see how they do it. This one will come and talk and talk down. It didn't start this time. We started with David and Goliath. He said, am I a dog? Then this guy is coming to me. That's how they talk. They talk as if sometimes when you see the one who was talking loud and the way they're beating him. I said, ah, this guy, 
he was talking like this. How can they beat him like this? Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> you will not be beaten. Now, as for you, you have to talk because you cannot be beaten. Praise the Lord. But you have to be conscious that we are at war. I'm not surprised if there is an attack anywhere because I am at war. Praise the Lord. I'm at war. You saw uh, when uh, Ukraine started throwing some things towards Russia. <laughs> the, the, the war used to be on the battlefields of Ukraine until some of their missiles and their, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the bridge that they blew up. They blew one of their bridges up and it was a uh, 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 underwater, uh, what do they call it, drone that exploded and blew the, the bridge. They didn't know Ukraine had that power. Praise the Lord. So you, you, Putin was okay. He was just talking, shouting the wrong things. Uh, deceiving the Russian public. When he, the thing started coming home, then he started learning sense. Am I communicating here? So you have to understand that war is going on. The fact that, you know, they, they have succeeded to keep a lot of people in Russia ignorant about the war that's going on. But the time that uh, bridge was exploded, you couldn't hide it anymore. By the time missiles came and landed, drones, you, you, they were able to uh, bring the drones down, but they still destroyed some parts of the buildings. And people in Russia saw that, hey, Charlie, this thing is not operational. This is war. Am I communicating here? This is real war. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are at war. So don't be surprised. You see, if you're a Christian, you are surprised that, and this is it. I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through. You see, eh, that is baby Christian talking. Soldier, no what miss a wham. What's here? Adieu, no, no. You are a joker, eh? You are a joker. You're a joker. You are a joker. Am I communicating somebody here? You are a joker. Now, who has a uniform? No, she said, Obedi, I play and I say, Obedi Bengu. The uniform is for war. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Look, Revelation chapter 12. Let me show you something here. Calibro de Zavali Catosa. Speak in tones for the next five minutes. Langa bosebre de Veleta. Prado cosida balia da Zavrada. Fire some missiles. Release some missiles in the air. Langa zoba de caleta ba. Prande gelo savaliata. Igele zavana balota. Ha pradu kesede. Interlava zubalata. Akunde halete zabalia faluko shada dabaletese prende kelo zabadava brandava lagatua lebrede valisa yakusa dadabalete habundele zakalita prado kosada balaza frande keleha. In Jesus' precious name, shout victory is mine. In Christ, I'm more than a conqueror. I win on every side. I'm more than a conqueror. I win on every side. Revelation 12. He said, and there was war where? In heaven. You know where war started? Not on the fields of Afghanistan. In heaven. That's where it started from. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels. Now go to verse number uh, 6. And prevail not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. The reason why God has still maintained his position is because he won the war. So if you must keep your place, you must win your war. 
Turn to your neighbor and say, win your war to keep your place. Win your war to keep your place. Win your war to keep your man. Win your war to keep your home. Am I communicating here? Win your war. Don't lose your war. He said there was no place found for him. There was no place found for him. You see, you can build up spiritual power where there will be no place for offense in your marriage. Am I communicating here? Yeah, you can. You can. You can build up spiritual power where there will be no place for wrong dreams where you sleep, somebody will come and sleep with you. Me? You be how? <laughs> am I communicating here? No, no, no. Nami Krana, how, how am I sleeping that you are coming to sleep with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible said, and prevail not, neither was your place found. You see, what the first key to uh, taking dominion or becoming a success in life is responsibility. Is what? A sense of responsibility. If you don't have a sense of responsibility, you have already failed. You are a failure in life. You are just waiting to manifest failure. But you have failed. Responsibility. 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 The Bible said, and the great dragon was thrown, cast out. Look at verse 18. The dragon was cast out. That old serpent called who? Call who? And Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast into where? Please look at this, into where? And his angels were cast out. Verse 10, let's read it together. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now! Ah, 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 ah. I like this, I like this. Listen, if when Satan goes, his stupidity and his misbehavior will go with him. You see, the Bible said, Now is come salvation. Anything that must come to you is coming to you now. Anything that is yours is coming to you now. The moment the dragon was cast out, the Bible said, now is come salvation. Has come strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is what? Cast down, which accused them before our God night and day. Go to verse 11. Let's read it together. And they overcame him by what? And the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives even unto now look at verse 12. Let's read it together. Therefore rejoice, ye heaven. Now wait. Why are they rejoicing? No more war. They have defeated their war. Rejoice heaven. Rejoice heaven. Rejoice heaven. He said, and yet ye that dwell in them. So rejoice. Satan is out. You will rejoice. Amen. Tonight, by the time the day breaks, you will rejoice. Anything that has become a source of concern, a source of worry, that gives you sleepless nights, you are not able to sleep at night. Any sickness in your body, any planting that the wicked has planted in your body, now as I'm speaking, the Spirit of God is uprooting it. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are living here whole and hail. You are living here safe and delivered. You are living here set free. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, rejoice. Ye heavens and ye that dwell into them. Now look at what he tells. Woe to the inhabitants of uh, oh, talk of the and of the 
For the devil is come down unto you, having what? Great wrath. Because he knoweth that he had but a short time. Where is Satan operating? In the earth. Where is he operating? Where is he operating? Do you know what the book of Psalms says? He said, why do the wicked reign? And the evil imagine the vain thing against the Lord. He said, he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. Am I communicating here? He said, rejoice, ye inhabitants of heaven. He that sits in heaven shall laugh. The last time I checked, when Christ died and when Christ resurrected, he raised me up to sit with him far above principalities and powers. Am I communicating here? That's why I can laugh at the storms of life. I can laugh at the challenges of life. I can laugh at poverty. I can laugh at sickness. I can laugh at failure. Why? Because I am seated far above principalities and powers. Can somebody shout, How? shout I'm seated. I'm seated. Far above principalities and powers. That's where you are. But if you are seated there and you begin to talk like you are seated on ground, then things will be happening to you. Praise the Lord. So if you take your seat, why must you be strong? Because you are a soldier. I have never seen a soldier who is weak. Have you seen one before? No, 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 no. Even if you are a professional and join the army, they will strengthen your waist. They will strengthen your muscle. They will strengthen you by giving you what they call cadet training. And the last time I checked, that cadet training can be strenuous that some people even pass out. Praise the Lord. There's no, there, there's no, there's no feeble soldier. <laughs> there's no feeble soldier. One day Gideon was going to war. <laughs> and God said, assemble them. I want to select and distill and filter these people. There are too many. All this shouting, shouting, amen, amen. They don't have weight. <laughs> Come and let me sort them out. And by the time they went through first exercise, second exercise, third exercise, an army of 300 came to about 30,000 30, or so. That's a lean. How many did they come to? 300. They came to 300. Huh? How many were there originally? 30,000. And they came to 300. Can you imagine that? All of them. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I am a soldier. They did all of that. When the time came, soldier. <laughs> soldier. Pick up your arms. Others were snoring. Am I communicating here? Yeah. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. You can be weak as a soldier in the army of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. There, there is nothing about Christianity that should make you a weak person. You see, a Christian must be very, very strong. Strong in mind, strong in spirit, strong in body. Am I communicating here? Because everything you do is, is you are a soldier. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Soldier because Are you here with me? That's a soldier's life. Tired by running. Weak by running. You don't show emotion as a soldier. Every little that you think you break down, you are crying. They have to comfort you, comfort you. Listen. Hey, now where are we taking you? No, 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 no. Who, who, who has a luxury to be doing this? 
Every little thing you break down. Every little thing you break down. Why will you also become strong and strengthen others? He said, and we spoke unto you, you therefore who are strong, help the infirmities of those who are weak. When you read the Bible, tell yourself, I am the strong helping the infirmities of those who are weak. And you see, if you are strong, there is what you do to be strong. Praise the Lord. That's what you do. That's what you do to be strong. That's, if I ask some of you to come and pick this thing now, some of you, you cannot pick it. Don't, don't, don't dare me. There are some people I've seen I can call. I won't call them. Praise the Lord. But there are some people, if I, someone here, if I ask him to come and pick, in fact, most of the men here, if I ask you to pick this alone by yourself, you, a number, a lot of us cannot. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Kofi Khan can. Yeah, but the truth of the matter is that sometimes somebody has muscle, but it doesn't mean he's strong. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can have muscle and not be strong. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, some people can pick it with ease. And sometimes when you see the weight some people are dying under. I heard the story of a man who was complaining bitterly to God. Say, Lord, why my cross is too heavy for me to bear. My cross is too heavy for me to bear. My cross is too heavy for me to bear. Why can't you give me a cross like this person? See the way he's enjoying his life. He's always happy. There's no worry. There's, see the way his things are moving for him. Lord, I want this kind of cross. <laughs> then he had a vision. And in the vision, God took that cross away from him. And he said, take this one. He showed him the cross he's carrying. The one he's carrying and crying. And then he saw the one. He was carrying something like a teaspoon, something. And by the time he saw the one, they showed him the one, the other, was a timber lock something. <laughs> Say, Lord, thank you for my home. <laughs> now this one, I like it. <laughs> Am I communicating here? The Bible said, they comparing themselves by themselves and measuring themselves by themselves are not wise. You never know what somebody is dealing with. You see, what, what you are going through, people are going through and laughing. So stop acting like we should all, the worst should stop because of you. Am I communicating here? Yeah. Don't manipulate people. And you see, it, it is all a process. Oh. It's a process. It's a, there's what you do to come to that level. Praise the Lord. I remember in the university, I was chasing this lady, and I felt I loved her. Yeah, all night, I have to tell stories to keep you awake. <laughs> I, I, I felt I loved this lady, and I made investments. Yeah, because when you love, you make investment. When you love, you have to make investment. I started making some good investments. And when the investment was right for me to harvest, sister told me, no way. When she saw that I was about, you see, some people were sleeping, I have opened their eyes now. <laughs> I'll continue later. Let me preach. 
you hearing what I'm teaching here? <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, be strong in the Lord. Say, be strong in the Lord. Number four, be strong in the Lord because you, you have what it takes to win. Somebody say, I have what it takes to win. Oh, can I tell somebody what you are going through will not kill you? What you are dealing with will not kill you. You are coming out on top. You will come up with a testimony. It's a test and it will be turned to a testimony. Can somebody shout a believing amen? Can somebody shout a believing amen? The Bible said, though our outward man perished, the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Your suffering is going to produce glory. May I tell somebody tonight, you are going through a lot and sometimes nobody seems to understand what you are going through and it's like it's between you and God. But I want you to know that God sees every tear. God knows every moment. And that same God who sees your tear in the secret is bringing you out. He's bringing you out with joy. He's bringing you out suddenly. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. You have what it takes to win. It's, it's always sad when you see people who have great potential who are allowing their potential to lie dormant. You have what it takes to win. You have what it takes to win. You have what it takes. It's not outside you, it's within you. Somebody say, I have what it takes. And listen, you, you see, the people that are trying to console you and they are not provoking and releasing the giant in you, they will stop you. You remember, it was Saul who was telling David that uh, Goliath is big. You don't need to deal with him. I hear what you mean. Now, if David had allowed himself to be consoled by Saul and to be uh, talked down that he couldn't, he would have sabotaged his destiny. Praise the Lord. Goliath was his opportunity to be exposed. The challenge you are dealing with is your opportunity to be exposed. There's a giant in you who will only be showcased. When you confront the challenge head on, there was no way, nobody in the history of Israel, as young as David, had ever stood in battle against a giant like Goliath. And so everybody was feeling for David. David, oh, small boy, don't die. Why do you want to die before your time? David, there are most, a lot of opportunities. Young man, how can you be fasting like this? Young man, how are you following God? Young man, take it easy. Why are you this? You don't have to stress yourself. You have to cool down. Listen, those people don't like you. Am I communicating here? They don't like you. They don't like you. You don't have to take this seriously. You don't have to be praying all the time. Must you be praying all the time? Are you the one, or the only person who has a problem? The person doesn't like you. Even in your prayer, in your praying all the time, see the issues you are dealing with. Start sleeping and see. Yes. No, no, you see, you see, sometimes people are just not smart to see what's going on. While you are praying, things are happening. Imagine when you are not praying. The Bible says, a good man sow good seed in his field. While men slept, an enemy. You saw that we have an enemy. Yes, that enemy, while you are sleeping, he's walking about. 247. But we, we sleep. Why do we sleep? Because we are in partnership with Jehovah Elohim. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. Am I communicating here? That's why we can sleep. That's why we can sleep. But when we wake up, we are up. Praise the Lord. 
You see, when you sleep and you wake up, God is not doing for you what he did for you when you were sleeping. You didn't hear what I said. Yeah. When you sleep and you wake up, God is not doing for you what he did for you when you were sleeping. Please take your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Take responsibility. Somebody say, I have what it takes away. Have you not read Fair John 4 for little children? You have God and have overcome the world. For greater is he that is in you. Somebody says, The greater one lives here. Shout it, the greater one lives here. Say, The greater one lives here. The greater one lives here. He is not outside me, he is in me. Yeah. That's why Proverbs can tell you that if you sit down and you fail in an adversity, then it is you who have made a choice. That's why you have to be strong. And number five, you have to be strong because there's work to be done. Somebody say work to be done. Yeah, there's work to be done. There's work to be done. You cannot afford not to be strong because there's work to be done. Second Chronicles chapter 5, 15 verse 7. He said, but you be strong and do. And do not let your hands be weak for your work shall be what? Your work shall be be strong and let not your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. There's work to be done. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 9. The TPT, Passion Translation. He said, for we are co-workers with God. Somebody say, I'm co-worker with God. Say, I work with God. Say, I work with God. Now, two things you, mu you must do to stay continuously strong in the law. You are in the law. How do you stay strong in the Lord? Now, these are not exhaustive. There are many other things I could say, but I just want to touch on these two and zero in on one because that is very uh, significant as far as tonight is concerned before I make way for the prophet of God to come. Amen? Amen. Are you getting blessed? Yeah. Are you receiving something out of this? Yeah. Two things you can do. Two things you can do. He says, put on the whole armor of God. Da, 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 da. Verse 18. He says, verse 18, please. He said, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert always. Keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Two things. Apart from putting on the whole armor of God, which is an important part of it, number one is to feed your spirit daily with God's word. Somebody feed your spirit. Say feed your spirit. We are talking about what? Strength. Somebody say strength. Say strength. Be strong in the Lord. Somebody say, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Shout, I am strong in the Lord. Shout it, I am strong in the Lord. And I am strong in the power of his might. So, how do you keep yourself strengthened in the Lord? Feed. Somebody say, feed. Say, feed. Say, feed. Feed your spirit with the word of God. Feed it daily consistently. John, uh, Matthew 4.4, 4, he said, Matthew 4.4, 4, then Jesus said, no one can live only on, no one can live only on, no one can live only on, no one can live only on. No on. That means it's a risk to be living only on food. Praise the Lord. Your life is at risk when the food you leave is Food, natural food. When the food, the only thing you live on is natural food. No one can live on food alone. But what does he say? People need everywhere that God has what? Talk to me. People need everywhere that God has what? 
People need everywhere that God has spoken. People need everywhere that God has spoken. That's how you live. That's how you build up strength. Job 23, verse 12. He said, neither have I gone back from the commandment of his mouth. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary word, food. More than my necessary food. Can I tell you something? You see, those who build up muscle, those restless and all of this, they don't eat anything. Praise the Lord. That's what they eat. That's what they eat. Lions then don't just eat anything to be lions. Am I communicating here? They have special diet. We say both that you saw him win, 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 and retired as a winner. You think he's eating anything, anything like you eat. At any time, no. They, they observe a strict diet regiment. Am I communicating here? That's how they stay fit. And you, if you must stay fit and uh, strong spiritually, you have to feed well. Do what? Feed well. That's what you feed on. Not junk. Not empty things. Things, tale, fairy tales. We are talking about strong meat, which is able to give you strength. Jeremiah 15, 16. He says, thy words were found. Somebody say, thy words were found. And I did what? I did eat them. Can you see that? Thy words were found and I did what? Say it. Thy words were found. I did what? So God's word is food. And you have to eat it. Eat it. And you eat it consistently. Not occasionally. Consistently. So if you want to be fit, I have never met anybody who is spiritually lean who was not uh, also going without food of the word. To grow fat in the spirit, you have to feed fat on the word. Tell your neighbor say, feed fat on the word. Yeah. We want to raise a church where any time Satan chooks you, word will be coming out. I'm not communicating here. You are so loaded with the word. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Loaded, left, right, center. He puts it here, the word comes. He puts it there, the word comes. Jesus, it is written, it is written, it is written, and Satan left him. That's how he's leaving you. That's how he's leaving you. You can give a better amen. amen. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not uh, just uh, singing and just uh, being lying there. No, I told you. Are you here with me? First John chapter 2, verse 14. He says, I have written unto you, young men, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are, please, you are, and how are you strong? Because the word of God abided. The word of God abided. The word of God abided. How are you strong? The word abides in you. So when the word is in you, you are strong. I'm telling you, it's not that what people go through, you will not go through it. Some of the things that sometimes I deal with in my personal life, in my health, in my finances. No, you think <laughs> leaders will always be leaders. Because if I put my weight on you, you run away from here. Praise the Lord. Yeah. But I must have enough muscle power to just not just carry my weight. Carry my weight and carry your own. Praise the Lord. I've written unto you, you are strong. And the word of God abides. When the word is in you, I tell you, you are strong. You cannot be weak when the word of God is dwelling in you. When the word is in you. Listen, you are a product of the word. You were born by the word. You function by the word. You are strong by the word. You win by the word. There is nothing in a believer's life that is outside the word of God. 
everything the believer is, everything the believer has, everything the believer can do is rooted in his ability to work with the word of God. Praise the Lord. You see, take a fish out of water, the fish dies. When you take the believer out of the word of God, he dies. Why? Because you were born by the word and that is the environment you live in. That is the environment you survive in. Am I communicating here? There are, there are people sometimes, they are dealing with the matter and this is what the word of God says. They say, no, pastor, I don't like this thing you are quoting. I, let's face realities. You are ignorant. You are a baby believer. Your reality is the word of God. Am I communicating here? Your reality is the word of God. It's not your experience. Your reality is the word of God. What the word of God says is your reality. You may not have money in your pocket, but your reality is that you are rich. He became poor that you might be made rich. You may feel weak and sick in your body. Your reality is that he himself took your infirmities and bore your sickness. And by his stripes, you are healed. That's your reality. Can somebody say, that's my reality? That's the word of God. So you have to feed fat on the way. And then number two, you have to build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in tongues will always put you on top. Somebody say, praying in tongues will always put me on top. Say, praying in tongues. Shout it, praying in tongues will always put me on top. Shout it, praying in tongues. Who always put me on top. See a believer who is down. His prayer life is down. His prayer fire is down. If you see any believer who is flying, his prayer fire is up. I'm not communicating here. Praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. You always be on top. Your life will be full of love. Joy. Happiness every now and then is not a product of the things that are happening outside you. It's a product of the things that are generated inside you. Am I communicating here? You create your environment within yourself. Within yourself. Things that break other people down outside will only serve as motivation for you. Am I communicating here? Because there is fire within you. The Bible says, your dearly beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians says, he that prayed in an unknown tongue builds himself up, builds himself. When you pray in tongues, what you are doing is that you are building yourself. You are building up yourself. Every part of your body is affected when you pray in tongues. That's for another day. Every part of your body gets affected. You see, the, the one erroneous teaching we had foundationally when we were being taught about tongues was the fact that when you pray in tongues, your spirit is charged. How many of you have heard that before? It's true, your spirit is charged. But tongues affect your body also. The Bible said, he that praying in an unknown tongue edified himself. He didn't say he edifies his spirit. He edified himself. Himself means his spirit, his body, and mind are affected. Listen, you, you, you are able to think better when you pray in the spirit. Take your seat. You think better. I, the, the moment I, I spend one hour, two hours in prayer, by the time I finish, I'll call Pastor Church and say, this thing, we are doing it like this. Fresh ideas begin to flow. Divine creative juices begin to flow to you. If you're a businessman, it will begin to flow to you. If you're a it begins to flow to you. 
The divine idea, sometimes you go on a long... By the time you finish spending time with God in tongues, God will show you what to do. Am I communicating here? The reason why you are confused, you don't know what to do, and you are wondering, and every now and then, you seem so discouraged. Listen, there must be fire generated here. Am I communicating here? There must be fire generated where? Here, generate fire, generate fire. You generate fire, you generate fire. You generate fire, you generate it by praying in tongues. Not praying with your understanding. I don't have time praying in understanding. Then my mind has free room to be wondering about. No. The Bible says when he prays in an unknown tongue, his understanding is unfruitful. But in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. I like to speak mysteries. I like to speak mysteries. Am I communicating? I like to speak mysteries. When the month begins, I like to spend time in place of prayer. Liga sola vale andalaba loca letaba iga losa brade vele andalaba. I don't know what is in the month, but I can program myself for success in the month by praying in the spirit. Am I communicating here? That's by praying in the spirit. I set myself up for success by praying in the spirit. By praying in the spirit. By praying in the spirit, business partners are organized for you. People who must come and do business with you, they are organized for you. They, they, just, through, they, they just walk to your shop and they don't know how they are coming. But tongues is directing the mysteries. They come here and say, ah, we want to, we are looking for somebody to do business with and we felt we should talk to you. How did you hear about me? Mysteries. We just don't know. There's something that connects us to you. We just want to do business with you. Am I communicating here? If you don't learn to pray in tongues, eh, your life will not be different from an unbeliever. This thing that you feel that you are prim and proper, it's because you are ignorant and, and spiritually a villager. That is who you are. That is, what, that is why you, you say, ask for me, how can I be, be saying something I don't understand? When you were a baby and you were talking, the things you were talking, did you understand? But you spoke them anyway. Your mother didn't understand. You spoke them anyway. When you went to school and they started teaching you certain things, you didn't understand. But you kept on receiving them anyway. And today you have understood them. That's how mysteries work. You don't understand them. The Bible says, for no man understanded him. How be it in the spirit? He speaks mysteries to God. He speaks mysteries. 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 When you pray in tongues, you speak mysteries. Things that will happen in your life in the next one year, you bring them into manifestation. I'm not complicated. People you'll be meeting in the next one month, you provoke them into manifestation. That Listen, God did not... Why is it that that is the first thing? People think that the tongue came when the Holy Ghost came. No. Tongues was first prophesied by Christ. He said, those that believe in me, in my name, they shall speak with new tongues. That's the first supernatural sign of a believer. The first supernatural sign. In my name, their tongue will change. Because when your, life, your tongue changes, your life changes. When your tongue changes, your life changes. Can somebody stir up some fire here? Stand on your feet and begin to lift up holy fire. Pali kasota baha. Hey, galabadose. Prande keluza bada. Avida galo. Alebrede. Pandigo sekete. Hibradi valosa brande kata. Passes. Take over the microphones. Let's pray in the spirit. Kande kosada daba paliga zaba dava lata imbale katuha prade valusa 
Magadaya, Yagadoze, Predeva, Lakuta, Yagaba, Rapako, Seveda, Baliatasa, Yagabano, Bose, Penda, Yelelebezampa, Prado, Kose, Kete, Kale, Malabaya, Yanda, Lavahaya, Prando, Dose, Prando, Dose, Prando, Dose, Prando, Dose, Prando, Dose, Panda, Yelosa, Baliataka, Yekoleza, Pandi, Anda, Balose, Prande, Belebeza, Prado, Kose, Kete, Sante kelo sapa, fatu kelo sapa, prado koli zavanta, yembele tosa, prade yaga laba, yaga laba, yaga laba, yaga laba, yaga laba, yaga laba, rakaba supele fesuta, pande kosembele ta, vingele sapa dose, prado kosapa, imbela data, falia, 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 falia. Falia, 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 mangazo pate kalosapa, pate keso kete, yekele, la bada, lekede, la bala, yekede, la bala, yekede, la bala, rabaso pate kalosapa, sati kele sopa, fandu balasa, prando kosatapa, nikane keto kadesa, panito sapa, prede bala. Ah! <laughs> 
together. May, May our bands be filled with crops of every kind. May, May the flocks in our fields multiply by the thousands, even tens of thousands. 
and may our oxen be loaded down with produce. May there be no enemy breaking through our walls, no going into captivity, no cries of alarm in our town squares. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful indeed are those who God is the Lord. Let's declare together again. Father, we declare that your mercy will prevail over our nation, Ghana, as you heal our land and restore us to the path of economic stability progress and prosperity. Open up your mouth and begin to declare. <laughs> Let your mercy prevail over our nation, Ghana. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yet we celebrate the Ya 
In Jesus' name we pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Taking on this prayer point, kindly declare with me. Father, I declare that I am led and guided by the Holy Spirit into God's perfect will and purpose for my life this month. In Jesus' name. Psalm 32, verse 89. Let's go. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best path for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Amen. So let's boldly declare. Father, I declare that I am led and guided by the Holy Spirit into God's perfect will and purpose for my life this month in Jesus' mighty name. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not
Amen. We are taking our next prayer point and we are declaring together. Father, we decree the release of your grace upon every member in our church family to fulfill our ministry in Christ in Jesus' name. Second Timothy 4 verse 5 says, but you be watchful in all things and your afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. Amen. So let's decree together. Father, we decree the release of your grace upon every member in our church family to fulfill our ministry in Christ in Jesus' mighty name. Begin to decree unto the Lord. Let's 